Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Messages. We are doing a PTA episode today, except I did not receive any prayers this week. So we're just going to dive straight into the advice column and we will pull some cards and wrap up for the week. Before we get started, I just want to remind all of you that Clown is happening tomorrow. So this is the last live class that I will be running in 2021. This is all about creativity, fear of failure, getting into the creative flow, allowing it to move through you, fear of persecution, fear of being seen, visibility, all things creative process and creative expression is what we are covering. So I really designed this as a way to navigate criticism and fear of failure in particular, or imposter syndrome, things like that, and also getting into a creative flow, because those are the two big things that I see a lot of people struggle in navigating. So it's going to be a very dense, meaty class with me. Yes, the replay will be available for purchase and we'll be doing a Q&A next week. So if you want to jump in so you can be in the live container, I suggest you sign up. We start tomorrow at 2 Pacific time. So if you're hearing this now, just know you still have time to sign up for the um, live version if you're listening to this before the 28th of October. Okay, let's dive into the advice column. Here is the question. I would love to hear your thoughts on manifesting more money as a non-specific manifester. In It's Already Yours, that's the manifestation class that I have. You give really clear instructions on how to manifest more money. However, there isn't a number that is just right or even comfortable. Everything is a threshold. Finding out that I'm a non-specific manifester made total sense given my past manifestations, but when it comes to money, I feel overwhelming terror. Thank you so much for the work that you do. You have no idea how much it has already supported me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Okay, so the first thing with this is that I don't see this as a money issue. This is a nervous system regulation issue, and this is one of my big frustrations with psychology is I consider the nervous system to be the root of all evil, pretty much. A lot of the problems that people have come from the nervous system. So if you just tackle the nervous system piece alone, a lot of other symptoms will resolve. If we just focused on that, and the thing is, you can heal your nervous system for free, for free. You can just do box breathing all day, every day, chew some gum, and see massive improvements if you're doing that regularly. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. So that is something that I would say everyone should, yes, should be doing. Learn how to regulate your nervous system. The reason why everything is making you panic, you're feeling that overwhelming terror, that's not a money thing. I would guarantee you there's other areas of your life where you have a really mm, high tolerance for stress or anxiety. There's probably other areas where this is coming up. But then as soon as you put your focus on money, it's probably inflaming the entire thing even more so. So you're conflating money with this feeling of terror 
What I want you to see it as is my nervous system is dysregulated and then every time I try to focus on money, I panic because it's a it's a, a energy type, we could call money an energy type, that you have been relating to from survival. So we want to get you off of the survival hamster wheel in terms of your nervous system. Start creating a feeling of safety, which has to be done with the nervous system. That's the thing that makes you feel chill, relaxed, and like you're safe. So we want that to be good before you try to like start working on the money stuff. So address that first, because I I can guarantee you this is going to be a lot easier if you do that. And the other thing that I know this is the difficult part for a lot of people, but when we're talking about healing your nervous system or regulating your nervous system, that is something that you can achieve with time and consistency. So you really have to give yourself a lot of time and showing up for it every single day, just in the little ways that I mentioned, breath work and chewing gum, if you only do those two things, it will make a huge, huge, huge improvement. But don't do it for a week and then start looking for results. This is something that you really have to do long term in order to feel the full, safe, secure nervous system set in place. So be really patient with it. But it will change your life. I'm not joking. If you repair and learn how to regulate your nervous system, it will change your life. And it's going to make the money stuff a lot easier for you. And I know that this is something a lot of other people relate to as well. So, of course, this is the thing that I would suggest everyone, 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 if there's only one thing that you do, regulate your nervous system and it will automatically impact your money even without you directly focusing on money. You are just going to feel better in general and you're going to feel better about money because your nervous system is going to be relaxed. If you want to learn more about that, I would just Google polyvagal theory. Just start there. That is the first building block that I would give you. The next thing when it comes to um, being a non-specific manifester, this is something that comes from human design for those of you who are wondering. So if you look up your human design chart, there are arrows right by your head centers that um, are pointing in different directions or all in the same direction for some people. So one of those arrows, I can't remember which, will indicate whether you're a specific manifester or non-specific manifester. So that's what's being referred to in this question. I'm also non-specific, so I completely understand that. When I think of money, personally, I think of money as already being a very broad energy because money is energy. That's all it is. I don't think of money as being more complicated. It's just energy and that's how I treat it. So money or even a number, $10,000, let's say. $10,000 I would consider to be general. I don't consider that to be very specific. If I were to say $10,000 coming through this launch 
in my business or $10,000 coming through this particular program that I'm selling, that's specific to me. But the energy of a particular dollar amount is already general. It's already nonspecific. The purpose of understanding your financial thresholds, this is something that I talk about in It's Already Yours, is to feel into where things start to to feel unstable. Because you don't want to start setting goals for yourself or focus on something that doesn't feel good. So that's why when it comes to this question, if every number just feels terrible and panicked, that has nothing to do with the money, that has to do with nervous system. For once you get beyond that, once you start playing with numbers and getting to the point where, okay, I I understand my expenses, I understand what it is that I desire to have coming in, and feeling into your threshold from there, that's when playing with numbers can become fun. So how I treat it is I personally don't set monthly goals. I used to, like, oh, I would really like to see this amount of money come through within a month, within a 30-day period. Now, if I am going to look at my income or set some type of goal, usually I set it for myself quarterly. I don't do it within just a 30-day period. But when it comes to the energy that I'm feeling into, I just find a number that feels good to stretch into. That next number, that next, I mean, some people do it as a range, which is what I talk about. But for myself, I usually land on one number these days and I just feel into that. I just feel into that, keep stretching into it, stretching into it, stretching into it, imagining it, feeling it, getting into the vibe of it, knowing that it's already mine, knowing that it's certain, knowing that it already exists, it's already coming to me. I'm just attuning myself to be able to receive it. That's all that's happening. And a lot of the time when I'm doing that, I generally overshoot my goals. So I might focus on a number But I'm using the number as target practice, not something that I have any particular type of attachment to because I know that the next desire is going to be even bigger or the next thing that I'm aiming at is going to change. And so I don't get too hung up on the numbers. I keep it very, very loose and I just use it as target practice energetically. So that is how I would describe being a non-specific manifester and focusing on money. I can't really speak to what it would look like if you are a specific manifester, other than maybe what would feel better for you is writing out all of the ways that the money could come through, like dreaming up all of the ways that the money could come through. That could be a fun exercise that is very, very specific. However, the caveat to that is if you feel like you're shutting doors or you are constricting yourself or if you feel limited by the ways that you can imagine it, then don't do it. It's all about how you feel when you're doing the practice. So the numbers, I don't, I personally don't get too hung up on numbers. It's more of I have desires and then there are certain numbers that I would like to experience that support the desires that I already have. 
my financial desires, money is really fun to focus on for me personally. But a lot of the time what's driving that is the type of lifestyle that I want to live, the type of house that I want to live in, the type of car that I want to drive. Like it's usually motivated by experience and feeling. And then I know that there is like a really soft cushion financially that I want to be on as I move into those experiences and elevate my quality of life, that money is going to support that. So sometimes I'll have a really big financial leap that I want to make that I start using a number as target practice, but really what drives the desire is other experiences. Because this is the other thing that I think people get very confused by. Some people just want money for the sake of having money, but it can be really difficult to anchor into feelings around that. So just having a pile of money that's collecting dust is very different than driving a vehicle that you love or having the type of impact that you want to have or doing the nice things for yourself that you want to do. Those are sensual, experiential things that have really potent feeling behind it. So the abstraction of having cash that's collecting dust in the bank, that's not, I just don't find that to be very juicy. That doesn't, that doesn't personally work for me. But the thing that I want to add here is that what I'm saying, what I'm suggesting with like imagining doing nice things for yourself, that stuff comes after you're out of survival. So you can't focus on, ooh, I desire this very easily if you're in, I'm going to starve to death because money. If you're there, don't even bother feeling into the cushiony money Only focus on your nervous system. That's it. Don't do anything else. Don't focus on anything else. I would just focus on the nervous system, regulating your nervous system. And if you are going to focus on money, you want it to be as general and loose as possible. Nothing specific. You will fuck yourself up if you get too specific. Instead, Make it really easy for yourself to believe, like, I know that I'm capable of improving my relationship with money. I know that money is energetic and I can get better at this. I know that I'm feeling scared because my nervous system is just a little bit frazzled and so I can regulate it. I know how to do this. I know that I'm capable. I have infinite resources online. There are so many ways that I can just soften my feelings around this. Everything is going to be okay. I can learn how to do this. I would only start there. Don't get tangled up in a lot of the other stuff. So my main message to you is don't try to sprint before you can just walk upright. You know, and that's the nervous system regulation piece. That is just going to get you walking upright and then everything else is going to build on that. So the common misconception is people think if I have money in the bank collecting dust, I will feel relaxed. What I'm saying is you probably won't. If your nervous system is already super agitated 
and you're already nervous and you're already feeling overwhelmed, you could have a ton of money and you'll probably conjure up thoughts like, what if it gets stolen? What if I spend it in the wrong way? What if I lose it? What if I'm not able to sustain this? What if, what if, what if? And it would be painful still. So it's not the money in the bank that is going to equate the safety. It's you want to feel safe and then focus on money. So just make sure that you have the horse and the cart in the proper position as you're doing this and it's going to feel a lot easier for you. So I hope that helps and makes this a lot easier and more um, digestible for you so that you don't focus on too many details before um, it actually feels good to you. Once growing finances comes from a place of pleasure and desire and it's just because you get to experience the fullness of life as you expand financially, then you get to have a ton of fun. But that can't happen if feeling unsafe is in the mix. So that is why you want to do one thing before the other. Okay, let's go ahead and pull some cards for the week. Let's see what you need to know. Three of coins. I'm going to pull the other cards before I start reading this. We're just going to do three this week. Ooh, the sun. And we have the ten of wands. This week is looking really full for a lot of you. So the ten of wands is just pointing at, do you have a lot on your plate? Is there a lot going on? I know for myself, my November is starting to really fill up. I'm like, oh my God, what what have I done? Um, so if you are in that position, one option is to delegate or maybe move some things around, organize things in a way that feel a little bit better to you. Maybe see what have you committed to, what would you like to change or move around. See if you can do that or give yourself a little bit more space. Watch yourself on making further commitments right now. That is the big thing that I want to share with you is just make sure you're keeping an eye on what you already have going and see, do you actually want to take more on at this time? Does that truly feel good to you or does that feel overwhelming? The next thing with the three of pentacles, this is careful with the workload. Again, are you just doing things for the sake of doing them? Is it something that you truly desire to be doing? Are you forcing yourself to do it? Check your state before you start taking action. That's going to be a big help for a lot of you. The sun is reminding you to have fun. There's a deep need for play, to lighten up, to have a good time, to enjoy yourself, to take it easy. There's this play and pleasure element to this. Because the thing is, you can do a lot if it's fun and it feels good, but you can't do very much if it feels taxing and miserable and drab and awful. 
If you're feeling that, then you are going to burn yourself out faster. If you can make things more enjoyable for yourself, that is something that will sustain your energy at a level where you can get more done. So if you follow me on Instagram, then you know sometimes I'll make those graphics that are a hedonist's guide to blah, 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 to whatever it is. And one of the big things that I always include is make it fun, make it play, make it a game, make it enjoyable. Because as soon as you infuse that energy into whatever it is that you're doing, things feel lighter and easier. If they feel serious, if it feels like a chore, then it's going to add this density to it. And it's one, you're probably not going to want to approach it. And it's going to just kill the magic. It's not going to be as easy to move through. So this week is definitely look at how much you've bitten off. Do an audit Check in with yourself. What have you committed to? Do you want to do more of that, less of that? Do you want to move some things around? And, you know, take it easy with the workload. With the three of coins and the ten of wands, I'm, I'm serious about that. Be careful with your self-evaluation. I think a lot of you might be looking at the, you know, the week ahead or the month ahead and you're like, I could do that. Oh yeah, I could do that too. I could do that too. I could do that too. And if you start doing that, it might not turn out exactly the way you imagine it. Or if you're looking at the month ahead with a whole bunch of energy, it's kind of like when you go to the grocery store when you're hungry and then you start putting everything in your cart. Like, I'm so hungry. I'm just going to fill, fill, fill. And then you get home, you eat and you're like, what have I done? Why do I have all of this food in my house. This I, I didn't want these things. I was just hungry. So make sure that you're looking ahead with a little bit more balance and anticipation of when you are going to need a break or rest time. Don't forget to include that when you're when you're baking things into your schedule, when you're mapping things out for yourself. And I've suggested this before to people as far as if you know something is taxing or takes a lot of energy where you need to recuperate, make sure you put that in your schedule, that you carve out time, a uh, a day to recalibrate, reorganize, situate yourself before shifting gears or moving into the next task or the next event. So that's the main thing. I'm getting that. It is going to be a very intense holiday season, and by that I mean full, I mean busy and active. There's going to be a lot. The energy is super, mm, it's buzzing. This is also reminding me of what I mentioned in the fourth quarter, that episode that I did where I'm like, you need to check yourself before we head into the holiday season because If you are starting to get into holiday parties, right? I mean, what? November 1st is in a few days. It's the 27th. Okay, so November 1st is right around the corner, literally. And there are all sorts of things. There's going to be a smorgasbord of things that you can choose from or 
If you're avoiding family, it could be a more sensitive time of year. Consider this. Consider this. We are not heading into, you know, the middle of March. Spring break is not approaching. This is a much more energetically demanding time of the year for people, so just take that into account. Whether it be more sensitive or busy and full and active, either one of those possibilities is going to take more energy. So just make sure that you're accounting for that because I'm already seeing some of you aren't. (laughs) Some of you are like, yeah, let's pile everything on. Let's do more. Yes, 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 yes. If you're feeling like a yes person right now, I would just pump the brakes a little bit, go slower with what you're saying yes to, and that's going to spare you, okay? So that is the main message for this week. I cannot wait to see what else happens. I hope this episode has been helpful. Don't forget, if you would like to submit um, a segment or a question for the advice column, make sure you do so. I will include the link in the description box, as always. And I will see some of you in clown tomorrow. I am so excited. You still have time to sign up if you're listening to this on the 27th. We will be going live on the 28th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Go to onyxhealing.com slash clown. And if you're listening to this episode way, way later, then you can buy the replay. So it is available. I love you so much. I am glad you have spent some time with me. I hope this was helpful. If you know someone who needs to hear this, please send it to them. And I hope you have a fantastic week, everybody. Have a good one. Bye-bye.